This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kevin Stefanski talking about Ken Dorsey. We'll get back to the Cavs coming up in just over 20 minutes because it takes a village to raise raise an all-star. Cavaliers got their 14th win in the last 15 last night, but Ken Dorsey had his introductory press conference. I said to uh, McNeil, on social media because he posted on Facebook and I, the people were making all, like all the things of what Ken Dorsey looks like. I go, man, he looks like a guy who's standing behind someone buying lottery tickets and he just wants to pay for his milk and go home. I mean, Ken yeah, Dorsey I went, from, see that. He went from hot shot, Miami quarterback, the seventh floor crew to, I mean, he looked like he was just getting ready for tax season right there. Oh, Ken Dorsey was. I mean, that was amazing, that change. It's such a change from the guy who was the quarterback on one of the coolest football teams ever when you think back to that 2001 Miami Hurricanes team to this, what he looks like now. It's an unbelievable transformation. 216-474-0092. I asked you who has the power within the organization. Uh, I think you gave the right answers. So I don't know if this part of the conversation is going to be very long. I believe you believe it's going to be Deshaun Watson, correct? Yeah. I, I believe, well, why? let me know why you believe. Tell I, me why you believe. Danny Cunningham in for Tone. Go ahead. I believe that because he is the one that has everything guaranteed to him financially. And listen, there's still a lot of pressure on him to perform. But this year, he's the one with the power because the organization, Ken, I think has done everything to make him be successful with this team. It's getting rid of Alex Van Pelt. It's changing the offense again from what they were prior to when Watson got here. We saw them try and change it in the middle of the season when it went from Jacoby Brissett to Deshaun Watson. We saw we saw it be different last year. They are doing every single thing they can. And to be fair, they should be doing this to get the most out of him. But every decision that they make inside those walls in Berea, I believe is to get the most out of Deshaun Watson. And when that is what is happening... That's the guy with the power. If Deshaun Watson says he wants something done a certain way, I believe the Browns are going to do it that certain way because they cannot afford for this to be a, a giant disaster. Well, it's it's also where it, whether it, you want to give him the power or not because there's a lot of people who just don't believe in giving a quarterback any of that power. And it, I, I don't know. I think it's been a long time since football is able to be done that way. I mean, it's a shared responsibility, but they have no other choice. With a fully guaranteed contract, you have to do what you can to make the most out of this this entire investment. This is why I can't say it makes me uncomfortable. I do become uncomfortable with this entire ordeal of who made the decision to to fire these coaches, to bring in Ken Dorsey, to last year to bring in Jim Schwartz, even though that worked out. I get nervous about that, but I also know that they they have to act quickly. 
it can't just be judicious. It has to be quick because they have to make the most of this as soon as they possibly can because eventually it's going to affect them. So if if, if people underneath, as much as I might want to say, hey, he lives 2,300 miles away and he makes me nervous because he's not here, you might have to say I have to take the responsibility of this thing and make these decisions if you truly believe that they're not going to make the decisions because they're all friends and you need to be about the business. So I have to see, as much as I don't want to be fair, I have to see how this thing's going to work out. There's a lot about Ken Dorsey that I question. Yeah. There's a lot here. I, I don't know if this is just going to be all hunky-dory and this is going to be fine. Because we, we still don't know whether or not they're going to call plays. I have no idea who, or excuse me, whether he's going to call plays. I have no idea who's actually going to do it. Whether it's going to be him, whether it's going to be Kevin Stefanski. Some people tried to think that, that Ken Dorsey was implying he was going to call plays by what he said right here. Play calling to me is, you know, not as important as winning winning football games. It's more about, all right, what's the decision that we feel most comfortable about moving forward to help our team win? I believe he wants to call plays. I, I don't believe there's any chance that he doesn't want to call plays. I think he wants to, but I thought that answer told me he's probably not going to. Really? Yeah. See, a I, lot I, of people took it the other way. I think he wants to, but I think by saying that it, in, he said winning is the most important thing to him, that told me he is willing to take a back seat here. It's not that he wants to. If you're an offensive coordinator in the NFL, you want to call plays. If you're a position coach in the NFL, at some point, you want to call plays. That's the natural progression of your career. And for Ken Dorsey to go from a situation where, and I understand he was fired in the middle of the season, but in Buffalo where he was the play caller to an offensive coordinator role in Cleveland where he's not calling plays would unquestionably be a step back. So, of course, he's going to want to call plays, but I thought that answer to me was the way out of him. Uh, it was sort of taking the pressure off if he doesn't call plays, trying to get ahead of it, saying it's okay. Well, he also said that he'd be ready if called upon. Sure, and so, he should be. But I, I again, I, I technically I'd have to say that what, what you're saying I disagree with. But I think overall, I can't say I know that he's going to call plays. I think by judging by this press conference... Whatever you thought before, if you thought he was bringing in Ken Dorsey to not call plays, that he wasn't going to give it up, or that he was bringing in Ken Dorsey to take that over, then you believe. I still think you believe what you believed before that press conference yesterday. I I happen to believe that I think Ken I think Ken Dorsey will call plays. I happen to believe that Kevin Stefanski is probably going to make the decision. Or, and this is taken an ugly way, but I have to say it: the decision will be made for him. Well, do you to think, have Ken Dorsey call plays? Do you think it's already been made? Yes. Okay. I believe that they've already come to that decision. I don't believe that there's any chance that they'd say they'd work this thing all out over the next couple of months. Because I I think you want something clear cut because Ken Dorsey, you could, I don't know what his, his situation is. I'm not trying to look in his pockets. More than likely, he either has A, other suitors, or B, he could possibly take a year off if he really, really wanted to. But I would still say that the A part, that there'd be other suitors are right there. So when Lima was in last week, he said that he didn't believe that Ken Dorsey was their number one pick. He he said he believed that Kellen Moore was their number one choice. Well, Kellen Moore's already off the board. He's over there in Philadelphia. So what was said to Kellen Moore at that time? Ken Dorsey has been a guy who's been fired halfway through the year. We'll see how that one goes because Kellen Moore wasn't necessarily fired, but Kellen Moore comes with his own set of baggage because some people say he wants to... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Throw too much and maybe he's more of a joystick offensive coordinator than a guy who's actually trying to, to get things going with a football team. So we'll see how that one goes out in Philadelphia. However, when you have Ken Dorsey here, there's a lot of baggage that comes with him in his own right. This Matt Bove guy from the new center five or new center seven in, in Buffalo who is saying all these things that are not too kind about Ken Dorsey's time in Buffalo. He gets fired a year and a half in. The offense changes. It seems to change for the better. And there's a lot of things being said about Ken Dorsey now that were not being said when he was fired. So people flip and go with whatever's more, more successful at that time. If it, if it breeds success from it, they're just going to go with it. I don't know how this is going to work out. I think that uneasiness is what makes people think if they're uneasy about it and they don't have the confidence in it and the only thing they can say is, it's my team and I want to be positive about it. I don't know if that breeds positivity for everybody. I think with the play calling thing, I would feel more confident that Ken Dorsey or if it were somebody else was calling plays if I thought the Browns got their first choice. Because I have to wonder if Kellen Moore's not here because calling plays wasn't on the table. Because in going to Philadelphia, and I understand that's an awesome roster, it's a winning situation, but they were talking about maybe firing Nick Sirianni as this season well, ended. Well, I'm going to disagree with you, and you're going to hate why, but continue. But they were talking about that. You don't often see it, and it's not impossible. It does happen occasionally, but you don't often see coaches go from almost being fired to sticking around for a long time after that. I think that the situation with Kevin Stefanski here is more stable coaching-wise than what it is in Philadelphia. So if everything's equal and you're calling plays in both places, wouldn't you want to go to the more stable situation? I disagree that it's the more stable situation. I know that Nick Sirianni nearly got fired, according to a lot of people here, but if you were going to be an offensive coordinator on somebody's staff, let's be serious, who would you rather coach right now? Would you rather coach Jalen Hurts or would you rather coach Deshaun Watson? Hurts is the answer. I agree there. But the stability, I do think, is in Cleveland because I, I think that Kevin well, Stefanski is going to be around longer than next year. Philadelphia is a nutty situation, but if they go back to the playoffs in Philadelphia again, depending on how they look doing it, but if Kellen Moore, if they look good on offense again and, and Jalen Hurts looks good and that offense looks like it's quote-unquote fixed, then they're not going to have any problem here. Where if you don't believe necessarily in the quarterback fully, then you're going to make your decision based on the QBs that you're coaching because you know that's where it starts and finishes. And you can't make an argument for Deshaun Watson over Jalen Hurts. So while you might say that there was play calling involved, maybe there was. Could be. Maybe you're right. It's not a terrible thing to think about. But I think if, if if you're making that decision, it's going to be on, well, what quarterback do you have? And so that might have had to make the Browns go ahead and make that decision to go, all right, if this is the second best guy, and I don't know if they felt this way, if this is the second best guy, then we need to snap him up right now or we're going to be caught in the rears here. And maybe they did. 
The other thing I'll add to that about the quarterback situation, and I agree with you that if I'm an offensive coordinator, I would rather coach Jalen Hurts than Deshaun Watson because of what we've seen recently from both those guys. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't make me feel good that offensive coordinators around the league that maybe were higher up on the Browns' wish list don't feel as if they could be the guy that could fix Deshaun Watson. Well, that would make me feel worse about Deshaun Watson, right? It, it, but it doesn't make me feel good about the entire situation. Not just the offensive coordinator. It would make me feel worse about Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, but the, the, see, this is where it just stops because there's nothing else I can do. Sure. I, I, I have the guy, and there's no way out of the contract. So now I'm just telling people bad news that I don't want to tell them. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Ken Dorsey or Kellen Moore or the Lord and Savior. I, if nobody can fix the guy, <laughs> then nobody can fix the guy. So I think Ken Dorsey's coming in going, all right, I have worked with Ken, with Cam Newton before. Cam Newton was a great quarterback for a period of time with, with the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, the injury stacked up and, and things went against him, sad to say. Josh Allen, my offense, if I'm Ken Dorsey, my offense was able to do X, Y, and Z. Now, there are people, and even though that they don't want to admit that up there, that used him, said that he was used as a scapegoat with Sean McDermott. Now, the season ended in a different way than what they thought they were going to do it, so some of these people are running away from these opinions, but those were the opinions that those people had. Frankly, I think the uncertainty is something that's going to drive people crazy over this time. Because if I knew right now who's going to call plays, I could say whether or not I think that this thing is going to work. But if I don't know who I think is going to call plays, if they can't tell me who they think is going to call plays, which I do think it's going to end up being Ken Dorsey, if they can't tell you for sure, then I have to hem and haw over the next how many months over what happens. But I flat out refuse to accept Kevin Stefanski's statement when he says, We'll get it figured out. It's February 5th. You have it figured out. You don't go into any of these things not knowing. He's not going to move his family here and and move him across the country here. You're not going to bring him in. You're not going to accept all this. He's not going to accept it on his end if you don't know what the clear-cut goals are. They know what's going to happen. And the clear-cut duties are. They know what's going to happen. And I don't think anyone should have expected to hear from the Browns what they were going to do. Kevin Stefanski getting up there and saying, yeah, he's going to call plays would have been the most shocking thing I heard all day yesterday because that's not who this organization is, Ken. They want to keep everyone in the dark as long as they can. It's not quite what Bill Belichick did in New England, but they don't want to tell you who's going to be calling plays until they yeah, really have Yeah, but I want clarity to. because I want to be able to give credit or I want to be able to heap blame. You'll That's get what there. I want. You'll get there, but Will, you're not going to get there I don't know, until August. I, I mean, you talked about the pill. You, you've brought the Patriots now twice that. in two days. They won't do that. And That's I, the extreme example. And I'm They're not, not going to do that. I can't fight you on it because they technically did do that. And the, the example and that disaster. is there was a disaster. Yeah. Exactly. They're not going to do that. We will know before the season. I'd be stunned if we didn't. But they don't have to tell you on February 5th. or Yeah, February 5th yesterday. They don't have to tell you now. I mean, they don't have to tell me at any time they want to, but the clarity would make things a lot better for me to understand because then I can't, even if I didn't like Ken Dorsey and I didn't like the hire, which, again, I don't know how this is going to work out, so I can't say I hate it. There were so many people that I trusted said he was a scapegoat there. So if he's a scapegoat, I'm going to be open-minded about it. So I'm going to see whether or not it works. But if he's the one that's calling plays, then I could, as a fan, I could say, all right, this didn't work in, in Buffalo, but this is where it worked here. This is where it could work with with Deshaun Watson. This is what's going to get him going in the right direction. Or if Kevin Stefanski is going to call plays, this is what we could possibly do here as the time goes on. I still think it's better earlier than later to tell your fan base who's going to be the one in charge on Sunday. It's always going to be 
whether or not they gain yards or they didn't gain yards, Danny, and that's how they're going to go at it, and you know that and I know that. Yeah. But at least some clarity would go a long way with everybody involved. 216-474-0092. We got the great Justin Termini at 8 o'clock. Do Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell work together? Do they do it long-term? Because the trade deadline is coming up on Thursday. Coming up next, it takes a village to raise an all-star. It's harder when everybody has a different idea, though, on how to raise them. Ken Carmen, we got Danny Cunningham in for Tone on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 